0: your weekly podcast my name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today welcome to episode 219 and welcome back to the front porch listen happy birthday Happy birthday to Front Porch Confessional. Uh, this Tuesday, uh, we celebrated our two-year anniversary, uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, two years of doing this is pretty awesome. I mean, really, it came from an idea of me just sitting on the front porch and, and uh, working through some things. You know, I, I think some of you who have listened for a period of time know that, man, I was in a really tough spot. I started counseling and part of starting that counseling was like, I just think I need to be quiet. I need to listen again. And, you know, and I, I haven't, hadn't done a really good job of that over the span of my life. And so did that for a long period of time. And then my wife was like, look, I think you, you need to share this with people. I think there's people out there that really would be encouraged. And, and plus, I think it'd be really good for you to just, you know, do this for you. And so two years later. And again, we're at episode 219. So that's pretty cool. And and I'll just keep doing this. You know, I really will. I'll just keep doing this. It's not like I'm going to run out of verses. <laughs> there's a lot of them in the Bible. So I'm just going to keep going after this. I'm going to keep sitting out here and learning and growing and figuring it out. And and I'll keep doing the podcast. Um, Again, there's just people who come up to me here and there that say, hey, it's just really helpful. Or I just needed to hear a voice that I know or, or, or something like that. And so that's really encouraged me, very much encouraged me. Uh, it's encouraged me to keep sitting out here and learning and growing, and then also to just keep doing this podcast. So I'm going to keep going after it. Every once in a while, I need a break. Uh, you, last week, uh, some of you are like, hey, normally we do two or three of these a week, but where where were you? Um, last week was kind of crazy, uh, really cool, but we got to host Phoenix One, the organization that I run. Uh, we got to host uh, a staff retreat for a church which was so cool so it was three days we took care of all the food and the beverages and uh, the teachings and the activities and just took them through a rhythm of allowing them to kind of open up that was the whole goal is to allow the team to open up and to really allow them to be share authentically what they were going through what they've experienced and it was so cool but it was so exhausting and then i got to teach at my church on sunday which was cool and then i had a board meeting on monday and i had a vision dinner on tuesday so i was like wiped yesterday i was i was planning on doing one yesterday wednesday the 29th but i was like no i i got to i got to breathe for a second so i'm out here on the front porch Speaking to you on the 30th of September, and just really excited to be back. Just want to say thanks to all of you who continue to listen. Really do appreciate it, It, and I appreciate the support. So many of you, not just in listening, but send monthly financial support through Patreon. So I really appreciate that. And then for those of you who send money, everyone, some people send money through venmo or stuff like that or through instagram uh thank you so much really appreciate the support and those of you who continued by devotional love that so okay let's get into it uh we're gonna in the next two episodes we're gonna start wrapping up james three i got to teach james two uh this last week in um at church, which was so cool that I was like, wow, I've been working through James 3. And then my church asked me to come in and speak on James 2. So it was a really cool thing to bring a greater context to even some of the stuff that we've been walking through. And James three seventeen says this, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. Um, I got to know Bob Goff. Some of you may know that name. Uh, Before Love Does comes out, um, it was his first book. Actually, I found out about Bob through a guy named Donald Miller. Donald Miller wrote a bunch of books back in the 2000s that I absolutely love. And he always referenced this guy. And so a uh, a friend of Phoenix once said, oh, I actually know Don. And Don connected us with Bob, and so got to know Bob a little bit. And one of the things that struck me about Bob was a story that, I mean, some people know. I can't, I can't remember if it was in the book, in his book or not, or any of his books or not. But I, I remember watching him do a teaching before anyone really knew who he was, and it was this really crazy story about how in 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 Africa they would cut off uh, little boys' and um, um, private parts. And they would make it a part of the and these witch doctors would do this and they would make it a part of the foundation of the house that was basically to bless. So you had all these boys that were walking around without their private parts. And it was just and there's a lot of kids that were dying. They were just dying because of this practice. So long story, but Bob takes care of one of these kids that does this, brings him back to the States. He has re you know, he has a surgery to basically help him. Um, And then Bob has this really beautiful moment, and, and this is what, when I was reading this passage, it struck me. And Bob has this moment where he realizes that God loves the witch doctor who is causing all this pain as much as he loves this little boy. So Bob goes back to Africa and he ministers or he shares the gospel with this witch doctor and this witch doctor, you know, Bob had put this witch doctor uh, through legal, legally had put this witch doctor in jail. He met him in jail and he just shared with him Jesus's love. And, and I thought, wow, you know, that story I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, that's out of this world. Like, who does that? Like, most of us would say, no, no, he deserves to die in that jail cell. But that's the wisdom of this world. And James is inviting us into the wisdom of God, which is starkly different than the, than the ways that this world is all about, right? We've just been learning about, over the last few episodes, about what the ways of the world are all about. Like, it's about envy. It's about selfishness. It's about jealousy. In a, in a couple other episodes before, we talked about this vendetta. Like, I'm going to come and get you, right? You did something to me, and I'm going to get you you back. Like that in many ways has been like the mantras that we live in. And this is worldly wisdom. James is like, listen, we're called to a different deal here, right? We're called to live different, to look different, to act different. And this is how when the world looks around, they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. The people of God, the people of Yahweh, the people of Jesus, they look different and they act different. But here's the thing I was thinking about World uh, worldly wisdom is that uh, that that worldly wisdom is promoted, and it's profitable. I started thinking throughout the profitability of of having envy, selfishness, jealousy. Right. I started thinking about shows like you know Maury Povich and Jerry Springer. Right. Like these crazy examples. Of humanity in the the selfishness and wanting to fight and getting arguments and all this craziness, right? Like, and like we're like, wow, that's ridiculous. Until you kind of look around and go, like, wow, actually, actually, a lot of us live that way, and it's very profitable. Like right? these shows have been going on all over years and years. They went on for years and years and years and years. Why? Because we all watched them. Because envy and selfishness and jealousy, it sells. It's very, very profitable. And if you, if you just kind of like take a minute and sit down and watch some of the shows, maybe even some of your favorite shows, you will see these themes come to the top of all the narrative over and over and over again. And I was just like, wow, the the wisdom of this world is profitable. And by profit, I mean money, success, uh, influencing, right? It's doing that all the time. So then, on con- in contrast, like, what does the wisdom of God look like? What does the wisdom of God look like? Well, he starts off by saying it's pure. Like Patty and I watched this show called Alone. I don't know if you've seen it; it's awesome. Uh, but they basically just drop people off in the wilderness and they have to learn how to survive. And and the winner, you know, the last one who survived gets like half a million dollars. It's actually a really great show. Um, But one of the things we've watched over and over is they got to look for water, but they got to look for pure water. And some of them have actually drank water that wasn't pure and they get violently ill. I mean, these these bacterias come and they just wreak havoc on their system. Why? Because it's not pure. It's not pure. And he's saying, no, no, no. Let me tell you about the ways of God. The ways of God are pure. They're peaceable. Right. They bring peace. They're gentle, (laughs) gentle. They're open this one oh man they're open to reason wow wow like i think in our culture what we need more of is civil discourse right if you see jesus didn't like push the disciples away when they were kind of reasoning through and trying to work through things right jesus was in that conversation with them i love that this is one of these fruits that he's talking about, the wisdom of God. It's open to reason. Like, let's talk through it. Let's reason through it. I've given you a mind. Use your mind, right? I've given you a heart. And now I'm trying to align those things with who God is, but he's not offended when we're trying to reason, when we're trying to work out. That's like seeking the Lord. Like, come on, full of mercy. This is this passage I taught in James 2. Like, the mercy triumphs over judgment whoa 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 that passage is huge the mercy of god full of mercy his wisdom is full of mercy think about that if he is merciful are we merciful produces good fruit this is like one of those like summary things like it's kind of an umbrella of like okay what is good fruit well galatians tells us right the good fruit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness self-control right these are the, not just the fruits with an S. It's the fruit. It's a singular fruit. It's what it looks like, which means you don't just get to take one out. And he's like, that's what it looks like. It produces fruit, good fruit. It's impartial. Wow. Impartial. The wisdom of God is impartial. Think how important that is right now in our world where all we want to do is create impartiality pick a side red blue mass no mass vax no vax right he doesn't live that way he loves humanity he died for the whole world look how beautiful that that's the wisdom of god and last but not least sincere think about this you have a sincere father who sincerely loves you and as we go through all these qualities we can't help but go This was Jesus. This is what Jesus looked like, and this is how Jesus led. This is what he's inviting you and me into. He's inviting us to live like Jesus, to look like Jesus. Why? Because Jesus was living into the wisdom of God. And so this is what he's saying is like, listen, if Jesus has done this for you, and you recognize these things, then live out in that wisdom. Lead out in this wisdom. And as we do that, we produce good news. And that is good news. Wouldn't you agree that being pure is good news? Wouldn't you agree that being peaceable is good news? Wouldn't you agree that being gentle and open to reason and full of mercy impartial and sincere and producing good fruit according to the scriptures don't you believe that that is something that is bringing the wisdom of the world that it, or the wisdom of god into the that is saying the wisdom of god is good news for all to hear and this is what jesus lived out and what he's calling and commissioning us to do i love this passage so much because what it is, is a life led by godly wisdom will produce a whole lot of good. A life led by godly wisdom will produce a whole lot of good. And so the question is this. Does your life reflect a life of godly wisdom or of earthly wisdom in pursuit? and pursuit? And we just need to work through that. We go, man, where am I coming up against sincerity and partiality mercy reason gentleness peaceableness and pureness where where am i coming up against that and may i repent and turn back to the lord father god we desperately man first off thank you so much for james giving us these words we need them i pray that we would submit our lives to the truths that he's bringing out for us god help us we do live in this world but we are not of this world so teach us to live different. Teach us to live as kingdom people. And would people around us be able to see your good news for your glory? And so we give you the all the glory, honor, and praise for living this out. Sending your son Jesus so we could see who you are and how you love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, take a breath. Really do that. <laughs> Just right now. Take a breath. So take a breath. Reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you. Near you. Until next time.